Sometimes we feel the only thing we can do is work for our money. After Black Friday, a lot of people thinking right now, how many more hours of overtime do I gotta work to get this kid the rest of their Christmas presents? What second job, what hustle, what I gotta do to come up with some, some money to get the rest of the Christmas presents that I said I was gonna get? That's the residue of poverty. Looking at your credit card, I maxed them out. How can I pay just enough so I can make another, so I can spend again? How can I pay that minimum balance so I can spend again? Because it's Christmas and then somebody's birthday up. How do I wind up paying $5,000 on a credit card with a $1,000 balance? How? Because I keep paying the minimum payment. That's the residue of poverty. Listen, I want to empower all of us to build wealth. That's my goal with Trapping too. That's my goal with this network. It's to speak to my people, relate to my people, come to my people and say, nope, I am you. I don't come from middle class. I didn't go to college. I didn't never do none of that. Yo, I dropped out of school. I was homeless. This is me. This is factual. I speak your language. My mama went to prison and I love her to death. My grandmother went to prison and I loved her to death. My, I was homeless. I was really homeless. It ain't nothing you can tell me about the struggle that I don't know. The residue of poverty. What's good, what's good, what's good? Hey. What's good? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, put the leftovers up. Throw the leftovers away. Two of that, let it ride. Hey. <laughs> he got one. Come on. Ooh. Two the ride right now. Let him ride. Two of them turn up a little bit. Turn up a little bit. They gotta feel that. I need to hear that. Let that ride. Ooh. Ooh. Let it ride, Tootie. I like it. That was good. What's good? What's good? It's your boy, the Wall Street Chapman, man. Welcome to another episode of Chapman Tootie, man. Let's go, man. Woo! Hey, man. Tootie had that thing rocking just now, man. Shout out to my brother Tootie, man. I know he kind of amped right now because Southern... Tootie, give me 10 seconds of that, man, because SU did their thing. Not only did they win, you feel me? Not only did Southern win, the battle of bands went crazy. I was down there. Shout out to the human jukebox. Shout out to Tootie, because Tootie made sure we did our thing in the band when we was in middle school and high school. He wanted everybody to go to college with him, but I went to prison. <laughs> Tootie, I made a beat five seconds. Give me five seconds, Tootie. Five seconds of the beat, Tootie. 
This for Tootie, y'all. Give me a little bit. Turn it up a little bit, Tootie. Give me a little bit. From the, there we go. That thing sweet. Ooh, that thing sweet. Dog, his props on that, man. Shout out to George, shout out to Giddy, shout out to Dave in the back, shout out to Jose, man. Shout out to the team, man. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving, man. Let me know in the chat right quick if you tapped into the Thanksgiving edition Bird Talk. Listen, Bird Talk, Bird Talk. Listen, I we did that purposely, we did that strategically, right? We wanted everybody who rock with us. To be able to show their people, this is who I be rocking with. I be rocking with Trap. That's my guy. So hopefully, man, everybody got with the family. Everybody, you know, just was able to get who you was able to get. You know, that impression. I want you to know something, man. You planting seeds, y'all. Right? Like, you planting seeds. So I don't want you to feel like, man, they not listening. Because here's the thing. When you talking to them, they hear you. But when they hear the person who you listening to, they're like, oh, let me, man, let me listen to that for a second. You feel me? So I hope uh, that your family paid attention. But I don't want you to get discouraged because you felt like they didn't grab it because they was focused on the game or the turkey. Hey, throw them leftovers away. Throw them away. You're going to get sick. Stop. Throw them away. Get them out the icebox. Take them out the freezer. You're going to be sick. It ain't no good no more. All right? All right. Stop playing. All right, man. So first, before we get started, man, like, subscribe. Hit the like button for me. Hit the like button for me. Share this out because y'all know this day going to be one of them days. Man, we're going to get busy. Right? Shout out to this. Listen, let me say something right quick. Shout out to this hot pink, right? Shout out to the hot pink, man. You feel me? I feel like today, right now, I feel like Cam, right? I feel like, hey, ma, hey, ma, what's up? What's up? All right, all right, because we going to get it on tonight. I smoke, I smoke, I drink, me too. So good. And we can get it on tonight. That's how I'm feeling right now. The hot pink, man. <laughs> Yo, man, y'all already know, man, it's good vibes and good energy here. You know what I'm saying? We come to the trap, man. You already know. You know, we salute to everybody that's out in the game. But I'm going to just keep it real. Yo, just call it what you want. Ain't a better show out here. You know what I'm talking about? Ain't a better show out here, man. Better energy, better graphics, better content, better language. Shout out to the chatless, man, because we growing, man. And first and foremost, I want to tell y'all that before I get into the information, before we get into the content tonight, I just want to tell everybody, man, thank y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us each and every week. Yo, we on episode 18. Yo, let's clap for that. <laughs> We're on episode 18. We did a special episode of Thanksgiving. I'm letting y'all know right now we're going to do a special episode for Christmas. And we're going to do a special episode for New Year's. Because ain't nobody going to outwork us. 
Ain't nobody going to outwork us, man. And so I want everybody to know if you got a vision, if you got a dream, you just got to work. If you got a vision, if you got a dream, you got to work. If you want to accomplish something, if you want to be a trailblazer in your family, you got to work. It ain't going to always be easy. Matter of fact, most of the time it's going to be hard. It's going to test you. That's going to validate your commitment. I want to tell you something. You have to, watch this, y'all. You got to change for what you say you want or you got to change what you say you want. I want y'all to sit on that for a second. You got to change for what you say. You got to change for what you say you want. Or you got to change what you want. You can't say you want a million dollars, but yet you still, watch this, y'all, and this ain't no shot at nobody. You cannot say you want a million dollars and still show up every day with a nine to five mentality. And I don't even care if you work a nine to five. Because even if you work a nine to five, you got to change to a millionaire mindset. You got to change and adapt a millionaire mentality. You got to adapt the millionaire characteristics. Right? So it's not even much about you working the job. The job is cool. That's your first investor. That's going to be the first step on the ladder. Listen, you'll never get to the top by taking one step. I need everybody to understand that. You'll never get to the top by just taking one step on the ladder. Right? Because so after you take the first step, you got to take another step. I ain't never seen nobody get to the stop. Here's what happens on a journey. You congratulate yourself for taking one step. There's an old saying in the hood. My OGs always told me this. I ain't never congratulated a fish for knowing how to swim. <laughs> Yo, I used to go to my OG when I did something gangster. I'd be like, oh, gee, man, check this out. He was like, all right, what you want me to give you? A cookie? I ain't never congratulated a fish for knowing how to swim. I'm talking about, he ain't telling me this at 14. I'm like, God damn, oh, gee. He like certain things just come with what you say you won't do out here, young blood. Certain things just come with it. You say you won't do this. You say you won't get to this level. You got to do that. I ain't about to tell you you did good for that. You got to do what's necessary. You got to get in the paint. You got to bleed the block. You say you won't be out here, you got to be out here. So I'm telling everybody in here, the reason why we drop bird talk is because I said, here's two reasons. First reason, I won't be in my people's face while my people with their people so their people can become my people. I won't be in my people's face. Here's what I know. Every week, there's about a thousand people that come to the show. Am I discouraged because I'm only getting a thousand, fifteen hundred people? No, I'm only 18 episodes in. I ain't tripping. I'm here for the long run. I'm here 20 years. I'm here 20 years. It's going to grow through the consistency. But here's what I want to do. I'm all about impact. I'm all about change. So because I'm about impact and change, I got to now, because I know that my people talking to their people. But they people ain't hearing it. So they people got to hear me. 
because my voice, watch this, ooh, it's good right here, watch this. Because the pain and the passion in my voice is recognizable and relatable to somebody who's been through the same pain. Yeah. The pain and the passion is recognizable to somebody who's been through the same pain and passion, to somebody who's been through the same struggle. There's a commonality right there. You can see his posture. You can see the way he moved. You can see the way he talked that he'd been through something. You can see the details. You can see how he's maneuvering. You can see his mannerisms. I like him. I can relate to him. Two of the servants just now, he said, bro, my mom was listening to you. She was like, y'all went to school together? He was like, yeah. She said, she ever, he came to the house before? He said, no. He said, I ain't get so smart. He said, he just read. It's my dog mama. So I know one thing. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when bears are, are, are hyenas, right? Or, or dolphins. Dolphins from one tribe, they get in the water and they go attack another tribe. But guess what? That, oh, 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 oh. You know that sound. Oh, that's my people. See, my uh-uh don't sound like yo, uh-uh. It's two different sounds. So every time like yo, trap was with them. Oh, I know. Oh, that's the that's trap. You know the call. We relatable. I just want to consistently be in my people's face. I want to consistently talk to my people. So I want you to know this, man. If you're going to change your family, yo, it got to start with you. It ain't going to be easy. I tell everybody all the time, they be like, y'all going to be a millionaire. All right, what's the game plan? I don't know after that. Well, you don't really want to be a millionaire. It just sound good. A lot of y'all got plans, right? Watch this. A lot of y'all got not plans. A lot of y'all have dreams. A lot of y'all have dreams. I can ask everybody in the chat right now who want to be a millionaire. Everybody going to say me. And watch this. A couple people in the chat going to say, I want to be a billionaire. Trap. I'm going to be a zillionaire. Trap. I'm going to be a multi-millionaire. Trap. And then I say, what's the plan? Crickets. And I'm going to go on after I say this. But I always go back to this verse and this part in the Bible. It was always so profound to me. It was so profound to me. The lady says she's sick. Watch this, George. The lady's sick. And she say, she see, they say Jesus coming to town. Right? They say Jesus is coming to town. And she say, I don't care how sick I am. I don't care what my situation is. Watch this, watch this, G. Watch this, G. If I can touch his him, she said, if I can just touch his him, that's it. She didn't say I gotta talk to him. 
She ain't saying I need him to bless me. She just said, I just need to touch the hem of the garment. Now check this out. Two things happen in that situation. I want y'all to rock with me right quick. Two of y'all got you. Don't even trip. I need you to rock with me right quick. Two things happen in that situation. Two things happen in that situation. Once she had belief. Boom. I want to be a millionaire. Boom. If I touch the hem, I'm going to be good. If I touch the hem, I'm going to be good. But look at the next thing she did. <laughs> Here's the next thing she did. She took action. She took action. So she believed this. She said, okay, I'm, if I touch the him, I'm good. But then she took action. She could have easily said, yo, it's too many people down there. I'm sick. I'm weak. I can't. It's too many people. He not going to see me. That's you. I ain't got enough money. They got too many people selling this. Ain't nobody going to hear me. I don't got a bigger platform. My Instagram ain't big enough. I, don't, my, I work too much. I'm a single mother. I'm a single father. I don't got no job. I don't got no car. But I'm going to be a millionaire. She said, look, if I can touch the him, I'm going to get there. Because I know in my mind, once I touch the him, I'm good. Look, she fight her way through the crowd. <laughs> she fight her way through the crowd. And guess what she do? She touched the him. Boom. Jesus said, hey, somebody touch me. Peter said, hey, man, they got a million people out here. What you talking about, man? Everybody tell you, say, nah, 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 nah. It was specific touch. The belief ignited an action. The action put everything into play. The belief ignited the action. The desire you have in life is the fuel for you getting what you want. You got to have a desire that matched the dream. The desire, because she believed that once I touched the him, I'm going to be all right. She fought through the crowd. She touched the him, and it was a game changer. All right, man, I'm good. It's over. <laughs> it's over, man. How we feeling? <laughs> How we feeling? 2-8, 30 seconds. One more time. Let me get the beat. I promise. I promise the last time. I promise the last time, Tootie. It's kind of like Starbucks for somebody. Give it to me, Tootie. Five seconds of it. Five seconds of it. I promise. Five seconds. Two. <laughs> what's good? What's good, man? Welcome to Trapping Tools, man. Uh, We're going to start off this week, man. Like it for me right quick. Like it, boom, 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 boom. Share with somebody, boom, boom, boom. We're going to get into the content tonight, man. We got an amazing show, man. A lot of stuff has happened this week that we need to talk about. Um, oh, give my other phone. I got to send this to Dave. Throw me the green phone. Dave, I got to send you the, uh, I got to send you the, the recession portfolio. 
I got a senior, I got a send day of the recession portfolio, y'all. You know, I told y'all each and every week I'm gonna send y'all that. I'm a man of my word. Uh, let me let me just do this right quick so I can send this to Dave. Just so I can send this to Dave. I'm a man of my word. I, I got to stand on my word to y'all. Boom, boom. All right, let's go. Is it this one here? Yep, yep, yep. All right, Dave, I'm about to airdrop this to you. My apologies, y'all. I was supposed to, my bad for not having it on. You good? You got it? All right, cool. All right, so, all right, man, so let's get into it, man. You know, before we do anything, we got to get into. Dave, cry about my account info. If somebody's hacked my account, Dave, it's on you. You responsible for paying me back everything. Everything. You're going to be doing some production. <laughs> He's going to be producing, George. <laughs> All right, man. So let's start off this week, man. Shout. Hey, we got a thousand people in a trap in 23 minutes, man. Hey, let's shout out to that. Let's shout out to that. That means they come to do what? That means they kind of make some money. So we got a thousand people in the chat, all right, quick, you hear me? Fast as we ever did that, so I love that. All right, so let's start off, y'all, with the trapper mantra, right? Let's go with it, man. So I want to know something right quick. How many of y'all really be screenshotting the mantra? You got to screenshot the mantra, man, and listen to it, man, and read it, man. You know what I'm saying? We got a thousand people in the chat, man. Hit the like button, man. Get the likes up. Y'all know that helped the channel. Y'all know the routine, man. Shout out to the queen. Shout out to the family for the super chats. I definitely love and appreciate all the super chats, man. We kind of give game. And um, everybody who dropped a super chat, we love that. So let's go, man. I am a certified Wall Street trapper. I'm confident in my ability to make great investments. The stock market is a machine that prints money. And I'm more than capable of operating the machine. Not only will I free myself, but my family will eat for a lifetime based off the information I apply today. I'm a money maker and a wealth builder. Today I break all the chains that anchor me to that poverty mindset. Mm, that's good. My ancestors will smile now because I have turned our last name into an asset. Mm, that's strong. My family's purchasing power will increase indefinitely. Today I make the declaration that no longer will I be a slave to money. No longer will the generations behind me inherit lack. No longer will I submit to selling my time for money. I am a first-generation millionaire. I like that one. That one feel good. I am the architect of my family's legacy. I am a certified Wall Street trapper 
And Wall Street looks like us now. God! Man, I just want y'all to understand how each and every week we say this until it becomes embedded. And it took me some time to write this because I wanted it to be powerful. I wanted it to be profound. But I wanted it to stick. So we say stuff like, I'm the architect. <laughs> right? We say stuff like, my ancestors will be proud. <whistles> we say stuff like, I'm the first generation millionaire. Golly. I want us to understand that there's power in that. Y'all know I love to talk about stocks, man. I love, I love to talk about wealth. Um, but this just means so much to me, man. And changing us and changing what we are, changing what we're doing is more than just about, you know, talking about stocks. You know, I like to tell stories. I like to do it all. Here's, what I, here's why, y'all. Because for so long, financial literacy has been boring. For so long, people get in front of the camera and they just read information and they, they talk and then they hear and be like, yo, that don't, I don't understand that. And so for me, it's always about giving you the game and talking to you in a way that make you feel like I can do that. I can be that person. Representation is so much. Wording. Vocabulary. Lingo. It's so much. And I just again want to tell y'all, thank y'all for rocking me each and every week. We on our way to becoming, we're going to become the number one show in the world. I promise y'all. Mark my word today that I said it. And everybody do me a favor and go download an episode, episode 17. Y'all ain't download that because y'all was too busy eating the turkey and stuff, right? And the gumbo. So do me a favor tonight, man. Go download that episode 17. All right, y'all, let's get into the content. Before we get started, let's talk about the portfolio right quick. All right, so... Uh, as you can see, the portfolio is down but up, right? We are down to um, 19% on a portfolio. We was up at, we was up somewhere around 26%. Um, but remember, we know that oil is the catalyst to this portfolio um, and some some rumors came out about uh, oil the last couple of days, and TPL and Exxon Mobil shifted my portfolio a bit. And today they kind of got back in recovery mode because oil went up two percent today. Uh, the S and P is down right now, seventeen uh, percent. Um, I will say that T Rowe Price and O Realty are definitely holding my portfolio down. Uh, remember, this is the recession portfolio. So T. Rowe Price and uh, T. Uh, T. Rowe Pri Price and Old Realty are definitely holding my portfolio down. So I'm going to have to average back into those. I was down 2%. Remember the other day, T. Rowe Price actually had, the last time we showed it, it had profited. It ate everything up and it was up by 1%. And then financials took a hit and it's just, 
it just, it's, it's not, it's really not, it's, it's an underperformer. Old Realty, I really didn't go into Old Realty thinking that it was going to be an overperformer because I know it's just a dividend stock. Um, but T-Row Price is definitely an underperformer. Um, it's, it's looking like a value trap on my portfolio right now because financials is just not getting it right. Uh, but I'm going to stick beside it. I'm going to stick beside it. Um, because I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm only picking 10 stocks. So I'm, I'm picking wisely. I'm choosing wisely. Um, I'm not mad at it. I did, uh, I did add VTRX. It was a thing I told y'all about. Um, it is not, now I already told myself that I want to average down into this, but I love this stock, VTRX. I love it because it has strong fundamentals. Um, I did a lot of homework on it. Um, it has three new drugs in the pipeline. And I'll tell y'all why I like the stock. I'm not telling nobody to get it. First, let me say this. I am not a financial advisor or fiduciary, right? Not everything I say is for entertainment purposes only, right? Every investment comes with risk. If you do not, if you cannot manage the risk, and if you cannot do the due diligence, if you cannot manage the risk and you do not do the due diligence, you need to seek out a financial advisor or fiduciary, Right? I need you to understand that. I know one by the name of Rashad Bilal. He can take you to glory. I can just take you to the trap house. You feel me? <laughs> I can just take you to the trap house. You feel me? Um, but I like this stock, VRTX. I'm not telling nobody to get it into it. The company has great fundamentals. The company has a great... If you're in a trap as anonymous, I broke this whole stock down for you. But I will say this. And one of the reasons I'll tell you why I like this stock. I'll tell you why I like this stock. In 2023... This stock is dropping a non-addictive, non-generic painkiller. The one thing we know for sure is that painkillers uh, represent uh, three quarters of the debts. Opioids represents three quarters of the debts when it comes to prescription medicine. They are addictive and the opioid pandemic, I mean, the opioid, you know, that is a problem. It's kind of like crack in the 80s, right? Um, this company has developed a drug. It's in the third phase, which is good. This company has developed a drug that cannot be knocked off. It cannot be knocked off, meaning they cannot make a generic of this drug. And it is non-addictive. So there's a, there's a, there's a thing in, every, in all drugs, especially on fentanyl, um, when I was young, it was Valiums, um, Perks right now, Percocets, right? So what happens is this thing, these things, these opioids trigger something in the brain that causes you to want it again. Well, this company has found a way to bypass that. So it's non-addictive and it's non, um, it's non-addictive and it's non-generic. So they can't knock it off. So to come out of 2023, the company is great. I already told myself I'm an average down in it. Um, this is the recession portfolio. Uh, so I'm good with it. Stock is up 45% on a year. So I bought it on a pullback and I set my price point. So I went out to get it again. Um, and so I'm going to watch it. But I added this because I think it. And here's why I will tell you why. Out of all of the companies in the portfolio, this is a growth driver. It's a growth. So in my portfolio, again, we have staples. You know, you have staples with the TPLs. It's an oil growth driver. Lockheed Martin is a staple. Eli Lilly will drive. Costco consistent. 
Exxon Mobil consistent. So you need something to drive growth. And so I feel with that, it'll drive growth. It's a $22 billion drug if it gets approved once it goes up next year. So I bet on it. I, I like it. Remember, I'm being consistent with the companies I put in here. I'm being strategic. So this was one I felt. So that's my eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I got two more picks. Um, so I'm being real, real, real strategic. So it's my growth drive. All right. Moving forward. Let's go, man. So I want to put that on. I hope we run it up with that. But I definitely want to show y'all we are down. We had 19%. Remember, we was at 100 and, 102,000. We had 86,000 right now, but we still up. And that's all profit this year from the, the from this stock. And we still up 19%. So we good with that. All right, let's go. All right, so looking at man, right on the street, man. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it, man. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? I hope we're feeling good. All right, so let's just talk about something on the street, man. The S&P 500 or the Dow Jones is up today, which is good. The Dow is on a full day win streak. Uh... The biggest winners for the Dow was American Express, Boeing. Y'all know I like American Express. I feel like if you're a business owner, you should have American Express. I feel like American Express has a great moat in it as a business simply because who they target. They target business owners. Unlike Visa, unlike MasterCard, American Express targets business owners. So people who are business owners, people who are entrepreneurs, they target those people because there's not a better business out there when it comes to credit card payments that gives you as many perks as American Express. Uh, so it definitely drag, uh, was a push of the day. Uh, today on a Dow, Apple actually, uh, got punished today. 3%. Um, one because of the controversy in China right now. Um, they just gotta find a way to get out of there. Everything that's going on in China. Um, and I, I'm gonna talk about Apple in a minute. A while back in the episode 14, we talked about Foxconn, the company who does the stuff production for Apple. Uh, it's going supply chain issues going to be an issue because Apple is expected. They put out a report today saying supplies may be down 35, 40 percent, if I'm not mistaken, going into Christmas for the iPhone 14. That would truly affect them. Be looking out for Apple's Q4 reports because this is going to affect them bad. They may adjust earnings, so be mindful. Uh, be mindful for that. Uh, let's talk about the S and the NASDAQ is down today, but check this out. And we're going to talk about this. The NASDAQ is down today, but watch this. The Chinese stocks, JD.com, Baru, the Chinese stocks soared today. And we'll talk about that today because the possibilities of China opening up slowly but surely. Right. China opening up slowly but surely. And we'll we'll break that down so you can we'll break that down so you can see um, exactly what's going on. All right. So let's go. Let's let's get into it. Um, getting the S&P down, man. And honestly, we look at two of the stocks that dragged the S&P today. It was advanced auto parts and Fastenal. So Fastenal is a company that I've liked for such a long time. They make the um, the nuts and bolts. They're actually the leading supply of nuts and bolts. It's a boring business. Um, I like them. Uh, Fasten all United Rentals. These are some of the companies that uh, that I like. They're boring and they just dominate. When I was in the construction business, that's how I got into that stock. I was in the construction business and I realized that, yo, these people, I'll, I'll never forget, I was doing the Falcon Stadium. We had two million nuts and bolts on that stadium. All of them came from Fasten all. 
We had two million nuts, two million bolts, two million washers. All of them came from Fastenal. And I started looking up that company and I realized uh, they are they're big dog. So um, I know a lot about that company. Let's go, man. <laughs> so one of the things I want one of the things I want us to look at, which I thought was real impressive, was I want us to look at like how do presidents like how does how has the economy done inflation? Because inflation is always a thing in America. Inflation is always a thing in America, right? So what I wanted to do is I like to let us go back and see, right? So Jimmy Carter, right? Inflation was at ten percent. 10.2%. Now think about this. Jimmy Carter was in office right before Ronald Reagan. Watch how this, watch how this look. As Reagan gets in office, the black, brown, Hispanic community goes through one of the worst economic depressions of all time. While Reagan gets in office. Coming up under Jimmy Carter. Right? That's when we go under the crack pandemic. That's when the war on drugs, all of that happened. Now watch this. How did, now watch how this makes sense, though. How did Reagan, how do we go from 10% inflation to 4.2% inflation with Reagan? You know why? Because they flooded the hood with crack. Well, trap, that, make, make that make sense to me, trap. Okay, cool. We got to find a way to get this down outside of public policy, right? So Reagan was like, yo, let's do this. Let's do this gun arms deal with South America, Right? And the law was like, nah, we ain't doing that. So Reagan backed dough. If you're in the hood, you know what that back dough is. He backed dough. Boom. Makes the deal with Iran. I won't say it right. Iran. And then, boom, Nicaragua. We flood 65 tons worth of cocaine in the hoods of America. Chicago, New York, Miami, Chicago, and California. Boom. From 81 to 89, we go from 10.2% to 4.2% inflation. It happens. That's why drugs are so important. Because quantitative easing wasn't a thing at that point. I know people are not going to agree with what I'm saying. But sometimes the truth is what it is. Right? Quantitative easing wasn't a thing at that time. They wasn't with pumping a whole bunch of money in the economy. So, just printing it. So, what we got to do? Yo, we got to find a backdoor way to do this. We got to find a backdoor way to do this. And remember, cities like Miami was built off cocaine money, a.k.a. cocaine cowboys. Okay. All right, then we go... I just be like, they keep it real, man. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. All right, so here we get Bush, right? You already know what happened with Bush. Uh, Bush getting all this, man. You know, he he doubled down on us, right? But he go to war with Saddam. They tripping with his oil. Like, yo, we, we need that, right? So then we have 4.2. But then Clinton gets it down. Clinton gets it down. Clinton was in a surplus from 93 to 2001. But why? What happened? Okay, we got to get off the cocaine, we got to get off the cocaine. Well, here's what we're going to do. Mass incarceration, private prisons become a thing. Flood the system with free labor work. Right? If the prison system goes up, we can get free labor. Free labor. Helps bring the economy down. We may don't have unemployment high rates. Why we don't got high rates of unemployment? Because we locking all the black and brown people up. We're getting to work for free. 
I'm just telling you how the economics work. You may not think it was like that, but go look. From the time between, from Jimmy Carter to Reagan, it went up. But from Bush to Clinton, it went crazy. It went crazy. All right, so now the Clinton, we get, we get the son. I don't know why I got the dad and I messed it up. We get the son, right? He go to war for his pops. Gee, when you went to war? 91. G went to war in 91. That was Kuwait or Desert Storm? All right, cool. I know, I remember seeing you off. I remember that as a young. All right, so then we get George, then we get the, the son. He won't, he got his daddy back. He won't go to war again. He won't go to war. I got my daddy back. He won't go to war. Right? But he get us, he, we still hovering. But look, from Clinton, because of, because mass incarceration is such a thing, it's so pivotal to the economy. I'm, if you look at this and you think about what was going on, it was so pivotal to the economy, y'all. Get that down. Barack get in office, 1.5. Oh, orange man get in office, 2.5. But it's on an incline. And then we get Biden. And we ain't even going to talk about you, man. We, let's go, man. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the heat check, man. So today, uh, we had more calls than puts. Uh, we had 1.3 million calls. We had 961,000 puts. Uh, so it kind of, you know, it wasn't too bad. Kind of had a medium, even though we had a down day, uh, we still was in not bad range, not bad range, not bad range. Let's go, man. So let's look at this. Uh, as we move forward into the next slide, I want you to understand, I want you to see something, right? So let's look at the highest calls. Right, these are the stocks with the highest call, CSX, right, CCJ, FTCH, SI. These are the these are the stocks with the highest call. That means these are the stocks that had the high the most calls in them today. I want to bring y'all something new. I want y'all to see why the market moves a certain way. These are the stocks that had the highest calls in them today, right? And then these are the stocks, Amgen, um, Dash, SoFi, DraftKings, Verizon. These are the stocks that had the most puts in them today. Right, so what this does now is let us see where the big boy is moving at, what they seeing, why are they doing certain things. Right, we get to see that. Right, so today these are the stocks that had the highest calls, and these are the stocks that had the highest puts. So now I'm, I'm taking you now inside the mind of the big investors, man. Let's go, man. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Here's the 10, the 10 industries, man. Let's look at it, man. Uh, we got a mixed day today. Uh, consumer discretionary down. Um, consumer stables down. Energy up. You know, energy surged almost 2% today. Financials, a little bit. Healthcare, industrials, pretty, you know, almost a percent. Materials. Real estate had a good day today. They haven't had a day like that in a while. That's your REITs, your real estate investment trust. Information technology, man, I'm telling y'all, I'm not telling you to be scared of tech, but I'm telling you now is not the time. It's to have some things on your list, but not tap all the way into it. Communication service and utilities are definitely a thing, um, but I always like to give you an idea of what's going on today in the market. Let's go, y'all. All right, so. <sighs> crypto really just getting the doors kicked in on them right now, man. Um, so another, another thing came out today that said another, I forgot the name of the industry. They went bankrupt today and then they found where seven crypto, 
<laughs> Why Josh look like that? Josh, they found that seven crypto exchanges have now participated in fraud. Have participated in fraud. And we talking about the first one at the highest had over $700 million in people in it. The second one had $400 million of people in it. The third one had $400 million of people in it. The fifth one, $200 million. Sixth one, $200 million. Seventh one, $200 million. So here's what happens, y'all. And I'm not, I'm not about to down crypto. I'm not about to bash it or nothing like that. But what I will say is this, man. As much as people don't want regulation, people need regulation. It says, as they do the numbers, this is over $44 billion of people's money that have went in crypto over the last year that won't get their money back, bro. That won't get their money back. Because we don't know when that's going to go back up. And so I've always said this. Again, I own Bitcoin, I own Ethereum, but I never put everything I have in it. And I'm not and I'm not even talking bad about it. But here's what I, here's what I understand. And Charlie Munger said something that really hit me. He said, America is so greedy. Greed runs America. He said, yep, you'll have people that get rich. Because they know how to drive the greed. But you'll have a thousand people for every person that got rich that will go broke. That will not get their money back. That will not get their money back. And here's the things that drive it. They advertise unrealistic returns. They, they, was at, they got one exchange that advertised you can make three to four percent a day. A day. A day. Three to four percent a day. And then the structure, pyramid-like scheme structures, you know, refer, you come in, you do this. And then what happens is the people make so much money, now they can bring in a Tom Brady, a Steph Curry. They can bring these people in and drop a bag on them. They don't really know they think crypto hot. They're trying to get a bag. They, ain't really, they don't really need it, but they're rocking with it. They ain't really tripping. They don't know no better. It seems legit. How you got that rich anyway? So I'm not saying that I'm not the person up here to bash crypto again because I own over six figures in it. And I'm going to keep it real with you. My account was at $235,000. That thing is at $57,000 right now. But I'm in the big dogs. I'm just in Bitcoin and Ethereum. <laughs> I ain't tripping. It is what it is. But it was at $238,000. It's at $57,000 right now. Just keeping it at 100 but everybody not in that situation. Some people are in situation. That money didn't bother me. Right? But there's people who put everything they had in that. Everything they had in that. And here's what, I, here's what I'm telling you. You're like, I know people stand on it. And again, I'm not bashing this. I got money in there. I am in it. But I never chased the coins. I was like, all right, I'm going to invest in Bitcoin. I'm going to invest in Ethereum. And I'm going to just rock with that. It is what it is. They're the big dogs. But people need regulation. 
When people don't have regulation, greed kicks in. When people don't have regulation, greed kicks in. And when greed kicks in, watch this. Once you taste it, it's a done deal. Once you taste it, once you say, I can get away with this one time, it's a done deal. That happened with Lehman Brothers. Once I can borrow one time and they don't catch me, I can borrow two times. Oh, lend it, lend it, lend it all out, leverage it, over leverage it. People need regulation. When people aren't, and I know all the crypto people are going to tell me up, they're going to get mad at me. But when people don't have regulation, greed kicks in, bro. And when greed kicks in, a lot of people get hurt. A lot of people who can't afford to lose money get hurt. I want you to understand something. I'm going to move on after I say this. With Lehman Brothers, so many people lost their jobs. So many people lost their homes. But the man who did it walked away with $432 million. All he did was lose his job and go on the underground for a little bit. And then he's, now he done started another investment fund. He walked away with $438 million. He walked away with $438 million. But people lost jobs, people lost homes, people lost everything they had. But he walked away. The person who committed usually walk away good. I'm going to leave that right there. I'm going to go about my business, man. Let's go. All right, man. So it's been a bull market this Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> it's been traveling out of each man. All right, so it's been a bull market this Thanksgiving, man. Consumers spent a record $11.3 billion during Cyber Monday. Matter of fact, shout out to everybody that rocked with the Cyber Monday sale. Hey, listen, today, drop the link right quick, yo. This is the last day. I'm closing it out. The Wall Street Trapping course is $9.97. It is on sale. This is the last. I said, yo, I'm going to hold it for today. I'm going to drop it in the chat today um, because a lot of people was DMing me today. Like, Trap, I ain't able to get it. I wasn't able to get it. Hold it to Tuesday. Hold it to Tuesday. So this is the last day to get it. Tuesday, drop the link in the chat. Black Friday sale. Cyber Monday sale. Wall Street Trapping course, 70% off. 70% off, y'all. Right, that means it was not. It's nine ninety seven normally. It's two ninety seven right now. You can take that seven hundred dollars and put it into the market. Why is that so cool? Okay, here's why I want you to understand why that's so cool. Eleven point three billion dollars was spent on Cyber Monday. Watch this next slide. Nine point one billion dollars. Nine point twelve billion dollars was spent on Black Friday. That's almost twenty billion dollars spent online. But here's the dope part about it. Credit card spending went up 78% in those in that weekend. Credit card spending went up 78% last weekend. Let's go a little further. Watch this. Household debt. Household debt. U.S. household debt is minus $6 trillion as of today. Watch this. I ain't finished though. I'm sorry. U.S. retract. U.S. household wealth. I'm sorry. U.S. household wealth is minus six trillion dollars today. As of today. While U.S. household debt 
is at $5 billion today. That's an $11 billion negative. So I'm going to say that again. U.S. household wealth as of today is at negative five, six trillion. While U.S. household debt is at five trillion. So the wealth of America, the wealth of the average households in America, remember, the 1% hold a majority of the wealth. American household wealth has decreased to negative six trillion dollars. This is data. This is data. I like to study economics. As of today, trapping Tuesdays, American household wealth is minus six trillion. While on average, as of today, American household debt is at five trillion. Yet we spent $20 billion online. Now, here's the thing that I get. I ain't mad at you. You know why I ain't mad at you? Because I understand kind of how we come up. Here's what I understand. Black Friday put us in a situation because we buy Christmas gifts for Black Friday. We bought the gifts online. When they come in while the children at school, you wrapping the gifts up, you putting them in the attic. You hiding them by grandma's house in the closet. Right? My auntie had a good habit of doing that. She got a closet upstairs. She put them in G closet. You go to G closet, all the gifts up there. Go, Leon, go see if Leah gonna like this. Go see if they, right? So I get it. I get it. But now we got to get that money back. Now we got to get that money back. And so here's why, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to go about my business. Here's why the Wall Street Trapping Course is so important. If you study it now, y'all know what's next, income taxes. Instead of taking the income taxes, going buy some more crap that you don't need, you spend that $300 right now while it's $297, and by the time your taxes come, between taking the course and being on Trapping Tuesday, when the income tax come, you're not looking for a quick flip. You already know how to get your money back. I told you about wanting something and having a plan and just wanting something and having a dream. It's two different things. You got to change what you say you want or you got to change what you say you want. You say you want to build wealth, let's go get it, man. Let's go, man. <laughs> let's go. So check this out. I want y'all to look at something, man. Here's the law. I want y'all to look at how the world shifts, though. Right? So in 2005, these were the largest stocks in 2005. Right? General Electric, ExxonMobil, Microsoft, City. Walmart. This was the largest five stocks in 2005. Look how time changes. And I'm saying that because I want you to understand something. These are going to change. So as we move over now, what do we see? Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, right? Trillion dollar businesses. Saudi Arabia becomes trillion dollar businesses. The world evolves over time. And I want you to understand something that the old leaders aren't always the new leaders in the next phase. Right? They aren't always the new leaders. The only one that's up here now from 05 is Microsoft. You got to either keep evolving or you got to get with it or you're going to be towards a rust. If you're from New Orleans, you're going to be McKenzie's. Are you going to be K&B? 
Are you going to be Sears in a Roebuck? <laughs> Let me see something. All right, man, let's go, 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 man. All right, so here's what I want you to see, too. As we look at the company being in a, as we look at the, the world being in a recession, I think a global recession is on the way. Um, they're saying maybe, I think I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to break it down. I'm still doing some research on it. Seeing where we are in that. So it's some people, I, even though I think we are in one now, tomorrow Jerome got to talk to us, so we're going to see what he's going to talk about, but. Here's the companies that are doing the biggest repurchases in 2022. And remember I told you that. We want to look for companies that's bringing us value. We want to look at a company that's bringing us value. Right? How do they bring us value? Increase in dividends. How do they bring us value? Share buybacks. Right? How do they increase us? How do they increase value? How do they bring us value? How do they bring us value? So we look at them bringing us value. Apple, 22 billion in stock buybacks. Google, 13 billion in buybacks. Meta, even, and this shows you a strong company. This shows you a strong company. The company is having a down year. It's getting this, but whipped. But it still managed to buy back $10 billion in shares. And the reason why it is good is because, watch this, they still have a great balance sheet. I don't care who's saying what. I don't care who's saying who. I don't care saying who dumped them in the trash. I keep saying it and I'm going to keep saying it. I'm not saying, I can't count Mark out. I can't count him out because he don't got no debt on the balance sheet. One of my people who I studied in stocks, Warren Buffett, said a company can't go broke if it don't got no debt. He got, he got time. He still is the biggest. Me, he got three billion people on his platform. Whether you like it or not. And they might be trying to ban TikTok. And they might be, they are trying to ban TikTok. Now, I'm going to say this. I got to say this. Old Orange Man told us this. I'm going to keep it real. Orange man, if you don't know who Orange man is, I'm talking about Trump, you hear me? Trump told us this. He said, bro, that app ain't good. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Watch this. So China, TikTok is a Chinese-based company. But in China, they can't use it. Children cannot use TikTok. They're having an uproar over that right now because of COVID lockdowns and because the people say, yo, why we can't play video games? Why we can't get on the internet? China said, don't ask me no goddamn questions. You ain't getting on it. But I'm going to keep it real. I know we don't like the dude. And I ain't, I don't, he be on some bull. You know, I'm going to be real with you. Like, Trump is a white man, man. He do what white men do. He do what privileged white men do in America, man. They are, they are, what's this word I'm looking for? They are uh, relentless in what they see. They don't care. 
He's a white man in America who came from wealth. He can he feel like he can say what he wants to say. Running for president wasn't his dream. If you go look at it, in 1992, Trump said something. If I ever run for president, I'm going to run and be a Democrat, I mean a Republican, because they're the dumbest party. They'll let anybody be president. He said that. He said that. And if you think I'm lying, go look it up. He said, if I ever run for president, I will run as a Republican because they let anybody run for office. He said that. This ain't even making this up. And so he got bored one day and said, you know what? I got enough money. I've accumulated enough money. I'm going to go run for president. And they put him in a win-win situation. Watch how they put him in a win-win situation. A black man just can't become a president. Watch this. Instead of putting him up against another white man, they put him up against a white woman. They put him up against a white woman. Ain't no way in hell America, and I'm not, I'm not a feminist, but I'm looking at it from a business perspective. Ain't no way in hell America gonna go from letting a black man be president to let a white woman right behind him be president. They ain't about to do that. Now, if, if two elections now, they might, yeah, let's, let's try something new now. Like eight years from now, if Hillary White is old enough and she won't run, they might let her again. But we're not about to go from eight years of a black man to another four years of a white woman. We're not about to do that. I'm not being feminist. I'm looking at the nature and the culture of America. I'm not being feminist. I think one day we may see a black, a woman, a white or black woman be president. We see them in the in office. We, I think we will see it, but they're not going to give us back-to-back action like that. They don't give us back-to-back action like that. So they put him in a situation where he couldn't lose. He, he couldn't lose. They put him in a situation where he couldn't lose. So then when you put him up against another man, we put him up against somebody like Joe Biden, he can't help but lose that. He gonna lose that. He gonna lose that. You feel me? He gonna lose that. So I'm not saying that a woman won't be president. I'm just saying in that situation, they wasn't going to go from having a black man from eight years and then go to a white woman. White man ain't about to let that happen. Man. He feel, ah, we're not doing that. Y'all doing too much. <laughs> Y'all going to be mad at me for saying that. This might go out of all the game I gave on the internet tonight. That's the one that's going to people going to hunt me down behind because I said that. So I hear come the feminist groups right now. I'm going to say this again. I'm not saying that a woman won't be president. I think a woman will be president one day. I just know that America won't go from eight years of a black man to another four years of a white woman. No, they put Trump in a perfect situation to win. Right? And so he get up there and he don't, he gonna say what he wanna say. But there is, one of the things we gotta do is we gotta do this, y'all. I'm gonna keep it real and I'm gonna get off this. Sometimes we gotta, and it's hard for us, but we gotta forget the messenger and see what the message is. Just sometimes. Two things Trump told us that was drill. Yo, if you don't get outside of China, you, there's no way in the world you're going to be a superpower if all of your technology and manufacturing is coming from China. You see, America is going to cost us more. We'll have to pay some more money, but we're going to need to do this. And now we're getting kicked in the ass because everything is in China. And now people shuffling, the Apple, the Microsoft, everybody's shuffling trying to get out of China. And then he said that TikTok ain't good. It's a China-based company. The people are trying to infiltrate us forever. Why is we letting our people get that? And then we ain't listen to them, and then boom. Now we see that they manipulating our children, they targeting our children, and now they got a lot of people trying to say, hey, TikTok may be banned. So I'm just letting y'all know that. All right, moving on. Let's go. I ain't going to get on that too long because people going to start saying trap like Trump and all this, and I ain't got time to be defending that. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> I ain't got time to be defending that. I'm up here with a pink shirt on that say Wall Street look like us now. Yo, I ain't got no time to be defending that I like Chuck. No, I'm just stating <laughs> I got no time to be simply that. You know what I mean? All right. So I always like, you know, y'all know I'm a, I'm a fan of long-term investing. Um, you know, that's the catalyst to what I do. Right? And so here's what I want us to see. Here's what I want us to see. There are stages to your long-term investments. And I always believe you should run like this. I think at the core, you should have some stability. Right? And you can really look at your portfolio this way. At the core, you should have stability, if you, especially if you're a new investor. The foundation to your portfolio should be something that is, the foundation to your investment shouldn't be a growth driver. Unless you just got a growth portfolio. Right? Unless you got a growth portfolio. But if you're new to the game, the foundation to your portfolio shouldn't be growth. It should be stability. Right? This is the, the, the strongest part. Right. So finding that dividend stability should be good. Now we can swap the next two layers out of the pyramid. Right. We can go with dividend growth. I think that is important. And then you can have the top part. Right. And if you look at it next week, I'm going to make it a pyramid. Dave, note this down. Make this a pyramid. Make this slide a pyramid next week. Write that down for me. OK. All right. Because I want them to see it. Right. And so what I think we should do is. The bottom part of your portfolio, 100% should be stability. And then these next two levels are interchangeable. Here's why. The growth can be a driver, but not the stable. So let's think about it like this. If you walk in the house, you feel secure because the foundation is strong, but you got blown away by the chandeliers and the marble floor. Right? That's what caught your eye. Right? So I want you to think about it. The chandeliers and the marble is the growth stock. That's what caught your eye. You're like, damn, I want to come back over here, right? That's the momentum. But it's a good, it has a good foundation so you feel strong. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? You with me? So if the, if the, if the foundation is strong, Right. Then the other things that catch your eye can 100 percent drive it. Let's think about it like this. Then let's say you're on an airplane. Right. Well, the driver of the airplane is the engine. You feel safe because, you know, you got a good engine on the wings and you, the engines are good. This is the driver. I mean, this is the stable part. This will make you say, I want to get on that airplane. Now, what makes you want to go first class is the seats and the da, da, da. That's the growth. That's the growth. That, that's the part that makes first class high. And by the way, let me say that I think first class is the most racist shit you ever seen in my life. I swear to God, I first class is the most racist. I think everybody should fire first class here and there, but I think first class is the most prejudiced. I'm going to say prejudiced. It's the most prejudiced thing in the world. You know why? Because you sit up there and when you look back, they got a screen. They got a thing. Right? And it automatically says that you don't deserve to be up here. And I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it, but I fly. Because I just, I don't like being, I like the chill. All right. So let's go, man. All right. So I hope y'all get, I hope y'all understand that. All right. So let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So check this out. I want you to look at some metrics. So this month, the month of November, crude oil is down 9%, uh, 9%, maybe 7% because it's a two point rather today. Um, 
But the stock, stock market in general is up 10% from the October lows. Now, nah, that's because Jerome Powell came out and said certain things. Remember, we always said something. We said September is the worst month in the market, and October is always a bounce-back month. So October was a bounce-back month. Bond yields are declining. And I will say this, for the first time since, I think, 2005, the two-year bond and the 10-year bond has the largest separation because the bond is inverted. inverted. Remember, I said this. I said this early on in the year. When the bond, when the yield invert, meaning when the, the 2% yield gives you a greater return than the 10% yield, which is an inverted yield curve, we're headed toward a recession. 11 out of 13 times we've been in a recession. It is still inverted, right? And so the bond yields are declining. So that may be, that may be something that help us out. So here's the stuff that we can look at though. Earnings are up 5%, which is not bad. The average historical multiple is 17. So what is a multiple? Okay. So if a stock is making this much money and it's trading at this price, the difference between what it's earning and the stock price is a multiple. Oh, that's good. That's good. You understood that, George? All right. So the stock price, let's say a stock, let's, let me make it make sense to you. Let's say a stock earned $100. And it's trading at $10. That's a 10x multiple. 10 times of what it's earned. God! Hey, 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 hey. That's simple. You get it? You get it? So, historic average multiple is a 17 times. So, let's ask ourselves this question. Let's ask this question. Let's ask this question. Let's ask this question. The S&P 500 is normally anywhere between 14 and 17. Watch this, y'all. This is a cheat code right here. This is a cheat code right here. This is a cheat code right here. The S&P 500 is always, PE is always anywhere between 14 and 17. Anytime the S&P is above 17, you know that the S&P is still expensive. Anytime. The S&P PE is above 17. You know that the market is still expensive. That's it. Now, when you're looking at a high growth stock, you got to ask yourself, what's the multiple? What is the PE of that? So if a stock's PE is 43 times, that means a company's stock price is 43 times what it's earning. If a stock PE is 100, then the PE, the stock is 100 times what it's earning. If a stock PE is 37, that means the PE ratio is 40, you're paying $1 for $37 of the company. You feel what I'm saying? You're paying $1. I mean, you're paying $37 for $1 of the company's profit. Right, so if the stock market, if the if the PE of a company is $48, you're paying $48 for $1 of company profit. God, we just did a whole class this now. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. We have fun over here. We teach. Welcome home. Hey, welcome home. Hey. Look at this one here. Don't. No, we don't want that. And I'ma keep And I'ma keep running cause I love this shit Kill that August, chill, chill Chill What that? Don't Twitter, that's you? 
Today. Today. That's you? Try that down. Tweet jamming back there, yeah? <laughs> you was confused. I thought something was going wrong up here, yeah? I'm with the pressing buttons. Like, hey, what the? Abort the mission. Abort the mission. Abort the mission. <laughs> all right, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. Oh, oh, oh. Chat is out. Chat is out. I definitely want to talk about this. I definitely want to talk about this. Elon Musk is beefing with Tim Cook. Is Elon about that life? Or is Elon gonna... Don't. Let me out. Say it. And here's why I asked that question. Now, I saw somebody say Mark Zuckerberg, I think it was on Tim, I forgot why I saw that. It's like Mark Zuckerberg tried to beef with Tim Cook and that ain't work for him. Here's my thing. Mark wasn't never the richest man in the world. Hear what I'm saying. <laughs> Mark don't got a cult-like following, yo. I don't care what nobody said, bro. Elon got the followers. He got like this Moses, and I'm not trying to compare him to no type of religious figure or nothing, but he has a following. He got people who believe in him. That's it. He, he got people that believe. Now, he, I believe that Tim Cook is one of the best CEOs, and I went on record and said this. I believe that Tim Cook is one of the best CEOs we've ever seen in the game. Like what he did, it's hard, the 40 laws of power tells you it's hard to step in a great man's shoes. Avoid stepping in a great man's shoes. He not only stepped in Steve Jobs' shoes, but he outdid him without innovating, but changing the company, who the company is, and changing what the company represents. He's one of the, he's one of the most shrewdest CEOs in the game. Now, here's what I want you to understand. There's no doubt in my mind that Apple is a superior company. There's no doubt in my mind. I will not argue with you on that. It is a superior company. But here's what I do know. Elon be having time. He be having time. And this is what I, I don't like when people just write people off. Because when I got time... When I feel like, I feel like being about, I feel like being, what's the word I'm looking for right here? Uh, 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 damn, what's the word I'm looking for? When I feel like just, when I'm with the smoke, when I'm just with the smoke, I don't care what nobody's saying. How many of y'all ever been in a situation? How many? Here's the thing now. Apple does have a tribe. But this don't got nothing to do with their tribe. This business. This business. And watch this. Everybody that makes an app on Apple is dissatisfied with that 30%. Think about what Elon is doing. 
oh, this is good because I like beef. Beef, we don't discuss. Or to get out of line, or to get an mm head bust. <laughs> I like seeing corporate beef because nobody don't got to die. I like seeing corporate beef because nobody don't got to die. It's just about, you want to play with me? I'm about to play with your pockets. That's what corporate beef is all about. That's why I like the Facebook Apple beef. That's why I like the Tesla, you know, Elon beef. I like it because nobody don't got to die. It's just straight up, let's get bought. Let's get busy. Let's play business wars. Let's do this, right? So here's what I like. 100% Apple is a superior brand. But this ain't about the, this ain't about their consumers. This is about the business. Right? Here's what Elon says. Elon says, shut this out. He's changing Twitter. You gotta watch what he's doing, huh? He's shift, so Twitter is an advertising business. So he's going in. Remember, in order to change the culture of a business, in order, you gotta go there and do something that's erratic. Right? And so we always be like, yo, why this dude all over the place? Clearly something in him, he, he with the chaos. He with the smoke. I don't know. I like it though. I be with it. I like when you go challenge big dogs because I'm a big dog. So he not, like Mark ain't never been the richest man in the world. Elon is the richest man in the world after losing a hundred billion dollars in net worth. He's still the richest man by far. So he got time. And when you got time, you got time. I'm not saying he gonna win, but here's what I'm saying. If he can do this one thing, watch this. If he can get enough people to say, I don't like having them 30, that 30% taken out of my thing. That's what Apple doing. They big dogs. They like, listen, Epic Games wasn't big enough. Epic Games wasn't big enough. So if Elon can get enough people to say the same thing he's saying, all he said is this. Yo, y'all taking 30%, that ain't fair. The reason he's saying it because he's going to a subscription-based model. He's going to a subscription-based model. And if he goes to a subscription-based model, guess what? He got to pay Apple 30% too. He got to pay them 30% too. So here's what he's saying. I'm not paying y'all 30%. And if he can get enough people to say, I'm not paying you 30%, it forces Tim Cook to make a change. That's all I'm saying. If he could get enough people to say, you know what? I ain't paying that. That's it. If he can get enough, if he can get enough people, because here's the thing, all people need is a leader. All people need is a leader. Everybody on the app is mad about the 30% anyway, but they don't got nowhere to go. And they don't got nobody to stand up for them. So <laughs> you get one person to say, I ain't paying that 30%, and neither should you. And you know what you say? Well, I ain't been one paid anyway. And if he's crazy enough to go head to head with him, he crazy enough to get the people to follow him. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I just won't see it. Let's go, man. <laughs> but I won't know if this is gonna be Elon. Don't. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs> God damn that shit, is, that shit is funny Man I like to see beef man Alright so tomorrow man We gotta see Powell talk man uh, We gonna talk about the labor market If the labor markets are still too strong um, 
I think, I think he's going to give us a 50% rate hike, not 75. But with all the money being spent um, for Black Friday, the one thing I will say is that Jerome is consistent. And so I'll just stick with that. Let's go, man. <laughs> the one thing I will say is Jerome is consistent. All right. So as we look at that, here's some of the things that was on sale for Black Friday. Pinterest, 31% down. I'm not a fan of that. Adobe, strong company, strong fundamentals, 40% off. Amazon, right now, 45, 47% off. Netflix, 52% off. Tesla, 54% off. NVIDIA, 59% off. AMD, 61% off. Meta, 62% off. Snapchat, 83% off. Now, of this list, I can really say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven companies on here are strong. Seven companies on here are strong. Also, I'll say this. Amazon right now is on a four-month decline. Since 2005, Amazon has never had four months of decline in the stock price. Four months. On the flip side, I will say this. Remember a couple weeks back, I told y'all something. I said, yo, Reed Hastings and Netflix... He's bounced back and he's changed the way that people will look at streaming platforms. Today, Bob Iger comes out and says this. Don't look at the subscribers. Look at the profitability of Disney's and streaming. I said, ooh, I told the Travis that three weeks ago. I said, I told him that three weeks ago. Bob said, hey, don't look at the subscriber count no more. Matter of fact, we might even stop posting it. Look at the profitability of what we're trying to do with the business when it comes to streaming. We talked about that three weeks ago. And sure enough, sure enough, and sure enough, game changer. You know why? Because this is how we're going to read out the good from the bad. And guess what? Guess when the, guess when the best time, George, Guess when the best time to tell people to look at me for profitability? When I'm profitable. <laughs> hey, hey, don't look at me for profitability when everybody, when all us negative, when none of us ain't in the positive, look at subscribers. Over when I turn green and none of y'all ain't green, hey man, I don't even worry about subscribers no more, man. Let's look at profitability here. Matter of fact, the subscribers, let's look at what it costs to get the subscribers. So what if you got all the subscribers? So what if you've now overtaken me in subscribers? You ain't making no money. Matter of fact, you losing a billion a quarter. So what matters? The subscribers or the money? Let's look at profitability. Shout out for Reed Hastings, man. Let's give Reed Hastings a round of applause for just being so... Right? One more time, one more time. Let's let us come. Come on through, Reed. Come on, Reed, for changing the game. Come on, Reed, for changing the game. We talked about this three weeks ago. I, I said, hey, Reed just changed the game. He just changed how we going to look at the streaming companies. I said, he just changed the game. Now, some of my travels who've been traveling with me, you remember when I said it. I said, he's changed how these people going to look at streaming moving forward. They're not going to worry about subscribers no more. They're going to look at profitability. And when is the best time to look at profitability? When I'm the only one that's profitable. And by a landslide. Whoo! Let's go, man. <laughs>
All right, so when we look at the retail companies, let's look at the Black Friday winners. Let's look at the people who won. Let's look at the companies that won. Lululemon. Give them a round of applause. Lululemon, y'all. One of the companies that I love, I'm not going to lie, Lululemon is definitely one of the companies that I love. Um, I like Lululemon more than Nike. Um, because you look at Nike as a stable company, you look at Lululemon, you see growth. I love growth, right? Uh, Abercrombie and Fritz. Shout out to Abercrombie and Fritz, all of y'all. <laughs> Urban Outfitters, clap for them, clap for them, y'all. <laughs> Victoria Secret. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, y'all went bought them. Hey, hey, I know what y'all went bought in there too. Y'all went bought all them lotions. Y'all went bought them candles, and you went bought them panties with the back out. God damn it! <laughs> Victoria, you let that secret out. That what y'all went did? Y'all went bought them candles. Them lotions and the panties with the back out. Y'all went got freaky out of that. You ate that turkey and you drunk that spiked eggnog. You put them children by their grandma house. You let them children spend the night by their cousins. Y'all got <laughs> 21. And you do yourself, fuck man. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, man. Let's go, man. I love it. I love it here. I love it here. I love it here. All right. So remember we talked about China, right? So here's the comp here's some companies that are exposed, have a lot of exposure to China. Right? Apple, a lot of exposure to China. It went down 3% today. Nike, a lot of exposure to China. Starbucks, a lot of exposure to China, Wind Resorts, Texas Instruments, right? Let's move on, right? These are these companies that have real exposure to China, meaning a lot of stuff get done. They depend on China, right? Um, you see, I called them. I slid. I'm gonna show how I slid into that. I went from Victoria's Secret to China and the U.S. Sneaky Link, right? Behind closed doors, you ain't understand it. But in a boom, now it's getting exposed how much we need them. Again, Orange Man told us we got to get out of there. It's going to take us years to get out of there. Right? So let's look at it, right? So we're looking at Las Vegas Sands. We're looking at Qualcomm. We're looking at uh, Teradyne, Caterpillar. These are companies that have a lot of exposure to China. Right. And so let's think about it. So China's COVID crisis is a thing. Um, the protests, like the COVID crisis spiked to something else. Like people like, yo, we've been locked up. We've been locked. They've been locked up for 110 days. 110 days. So now they're saying like all type of they under pressure over there. So that's going to be a thing. But the assumption that they may open up could be 
give us possibilities. Um, but I don't think China will abandon their zero COVID policy no time soon because that's China just be on what they be on. And they don't really be, I ain't really realized that China liked that until I really started like reading. I was like, damn, like they really, they really on it. Like they don't play no game, but you got to remember, that's why they operate the way they are. All right, so let's get on it, man. Let's move. So I just want to put that out there so we can see it, right? Um, let's get into this next segment, y'all. Um, a segment that I really think is, is, is cool. It's brought to you by none other than Trap or Apparel, Inc., uh, if you are investing of any kind, whether it's real estate, whether it's stocks, whether it's a business, whatever it is, man, like the Wall Street looks like us nine Travel Apparel Inc. will be your designated uniform, man. We want the whole world to know that this Wall Street looks like us now. And I don't just mean the stock market. We That means a lot, man. That means that we are the first generation millionaires. That means we are dedicated to being an architect to our family. That means we will set a new president, new norms, new possibilities. What can be? We healing from the financial trauma, right? That's what Wall Street looks like us now represents. The site will be up soon. I promise y'all we're working on that. The goal is to have that done by Christmas. That's what I'm working on. I want to have a Christmas sale. That's the goal. Um, so definitely. So this... Segment of learning lingo is the word is stagflation. Stagflation. So here's just an idea what stagflation is without getting too wordy or without getting too um, uh, uh, jargonish. So stagflation is when inflation is high, unemployment is high, but the economy is growing slow. There's no growth in the economy. So right now, there isn't strong growth in the economy. Inflation is high. Unemployment is, ah. Uh, and so when there's no growth, you'll hear the word stagflation. So when you hear it now, this is what it means. We're not in expansion. We're not in retraction. We're in stagflation. So it's kind of like you are, the economy is stagnant. So you're stagnant here, but yet inflation is high. So everything is costing more. Unemployment is high. People don't have jobs. And the economy is not growing. That is stagflation. So just wanted to, uh, just wanted to let y'all know that. Right quick, man, we're going to go into a commercial break, man. And then we'll get back. We're going we're gonna to hit it hard, y'all. So I love y'all. Check this out right quick, yeah. What's good? What's good? What's good? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. And I want to tell you about this beautiful community I created, Trappers Anonymous. It's full of like-minded people who are dedicated to changing the dynamics of their family, turning their last name to an asset, and taking good seeds and putting in good soil. So listen, man, if you want to build wealth, if you're dedicated to the journey, come join the family of Trappers Anonymous. Big Trap, Wall Street looks like us now! 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 Hey, Tootie vibing right now, yo. Tootie vibing right now. He in his bag. He in his bag. Turn up a little bit, Tootie. Turn up a little bit, bro. Hey, hey. Wrist work. Wrist work. Wrist work. Wrist work. Wall Street Trapper. Wall Street Trapper. Wall Street Trapper, hey, we in the trap, we talking stocks, 
We in the trap. We ain't whipping pots. We got that triple beam. I got that triple team. Wall Street looks like us. Now we sipping in. Yeah. Yeah. What we gon' do? We gon' build wealth. My children eat too. My daughter gon' be fine. My cousin's gon' be good. Tootie in the back. He chopping on that. Hey, we going up now. We gonna win now. Seven figures. That's that end now. What we in now. Yeah, we now. Hey, today. I'm so excited. Yeah, heard me. Shout out to Tootie, man. Hey, in the chat right quick, every week. So let me say this right quick, right? I find ways to, this ain't just about me, right? Like, I appreciate everybody on my team. My graphic guy, he clutch. I've been rocking with him for 10 years, right? So we be going crazy. So shout out to my guy. Shout out to George and Giddy over there. They making sure I'm focused. Dave in the back doing his thing. You know, so I try to highlight everybody. Jose make sure everything chopped up. Make sure y'all download, yo. Make sure y'all, that help us out a lot, y'all. I want y'all, I want, I want y'all to help me. Y'all see the work, y'all see the visuals. Y'all see what we put in here, y'all. Like, we want to become the number one show, yo. And I'm telling you, I got some other stuff that I want to put under this network. It's going to be amazing. We want to become the number one show. And that helps by us showing up each and every week for y'all. Y'all see, every show is, is amazing. You know, we give good content. We give better. We laugh. We have fun. Hour and a half, two hours, we come in. So we, we know y'all could be doing other stuff. But I need y'all to help me out a little more, man. I need y'all to go to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, whatever. I need you to download every one of them. Not just one of them, y'all. That's free. Every one of them. Download it. Download it and send it to somebody. But one of the things I like to do, Tootie, so Tootie is my dog, man. I slept in my dog basement, 2015. I slept in my dog basement. And he ain't had to do that. But my dog been making beats for how long, Tootie? Man, long ass time. Tootie been making beats, man. And when I started this, I said, bro, I don't know, you know, what your dream is. I just know you make beats, bro. I, I slept in the basement. You would come home from work and go straight down there. I know you dedicated. I'm not a rapper, dog. But every beat on this show, you could produce it. And so I know how much that mean to him. He don't know I be doing certain stuff. Two of put your beat in the beginning. Let's ride to it. You never know who watching, bro. You never know who listening, bro. Let your beat ride. We're going to let it ride. You know, you... Come out the commercial today. You want to run a beat? Run a beat. Two to let it ride. Now, I don't, want, I don't want you to go nowhere. I want every beat for every show that we put on this network to be produced by. He used to be two on the track. He done got famous. He on some call me Elger Greedan or some stupid shit like that. I don't know what the hell he be saying. That shit is stupid. I know you as Tootie, my nigga. You Tootie. You going to be Tootie. You feel me? <laughs> the fuck is Tootie? That's my dog. And so every track, every show we produce, he is my audio man. And every beat on this show going to be for him. And I'm going to give him minutes, bro, highlight. Because his tracks be fire. And I think that's how you support your people. 
When you get an opportunity, instead of saying, man, trap put me on, provide value. And your people going to see how you provide value. And if I got the platform, yeah, bro. You feel me? We a family here. I'm not saying we always get along. I'm not saying we always agree. But we all got the same vision. And that's to see this show be the best show in the world. To see this show be the number one show. And so I just want to tell my dog and everybody who with me, man, it's love. All right, man, so let's get into this segment right here, man. A certified trapper of the week. So y'all know, man, each and every week, you know, I started out highlighting, you know, the Warren Buffets and, uh, and I said, man, you know what, man, man, I ain't about to highlight them people, man. They got enough books and stuff on them. There's so many people in our culture and so many people that helped and did things in our community. I'm not waiting a black, uh, what that is, a black history month. Every day is black history month when you black, uh, you brown, you know, you Spanish, you Latin. Every day you should celebrate. There ain't no such thing as white history month. Right? They go out their way. They know Christopher Columbus did to them, uh, the Native American. Why we still got Columbus did? Right? It's not a game. Everybody know what they did to the Pilgrims, the Native American. Why is that a holiday? Right? Why they got a federal builder's name out of J. Edgar Hoover when they know he blatantly killed Black Panthers and every civil rights leader they had? Why we still got builders named after these people? Monuments named after these people. Right? So for me, because I know that one day my show is going to be the best show on TV. It's going to be the best show in the world. And it's catered to highlighting amazing African-Americans who did great things for this, for this, for this land we on. And so we highlight them. So for right now, we're going to highlight somebody amazing Man, this amazing black man. He is amazing man. But watch this though, y'all. This is the dope part about him. Right? He is African. He's of African and Cuban descent. Shout out to the Cubans, man. Shout out to my Cuban brethren. Because we be the same color too. We be the same color. You feel me? Shout out to Fidel Castro. Uh, 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 my guy Che Guevara. Right? Who overthrew Batista. Led the Cuban. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, so this week's certified trapper of the week is none other, right? None other than, oh, let me say his name, William Leisdorf. I said it like 10 times to make sure I ain't mess it up, right? William Leisdorf. Now check this out. This is my homeboy. It's the homie. Watch this. Man, he lived a young life, man. He passed away at the age of 38 years old, right? 38 years old, man. He was a successful businessman. He was a West Indian immigrant of African-Cuban descent. But he was a citizen of New Orleans, baby. <laughs> he was down now, way uptown, you hear me? Way, way uptown. Tootie wasn't in the East, bro. He wasn't in the East. He wasn't in the lower nine, dog. He was way uptown, my guy. Way, way back that Chapatulas somewhere. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah, right? He received a land grant in 1844 for 35,500 acres of land. By the time of his death, he was worth $1.4 million. I want you to think about how much that is in the 1800s, yo. 
right? He was the vice president and counsel of the Mexican at the port of San Francisco. He was the president at the San Francisco board, right? He had vast amounts of gold reported on his land. He operated as a master of shipping vessels. He was the last black shipping captain in Louisiana after the strict enforcement of the Negro Seaman Act. He traveled to New York and became a master schooner, sailed the seas and the Pacific Ocean. He launched his first steamboat operation in San Francisco and in Sacramento. He built the City Hotel, the first hotel in San Francisco, and the first shipping warehouse. Shout out to this brother, man. William Lies Dorf. Let's give him a round of applause, man. All right, man. So this next segment, you know for sure, uh, is breaking out a brick. Right? We like to break the brick down all dimes. And simply what that means is, man, let's just find a company. Um, whether we like the company or not, it's just up for us to just showcase Companies, there's 6,000 companies on the stock market, man. So it's all the way it's good for us to just see different companies, visualize different companies. Um, if you're in Travis Anonymous, I owe you something, man. I owe you a Moat Monday and a Ticket Symbol Tuesday. Not gonna lie, today I just was a little under the weather. Not tired, I mean, not sick, I just was like tired. Uh, so today I really just slept and got some rest. So tomorrow I will give you a Ticket Symbol Tuesday. I will give you a most Monday and we will do a live close, closing bell tomorrow. So Wednesday, we'll do a closing bell, y'all. My travels be rocking with me so hard, yo. Like, they be knowing I be putting in work. So sometimes I'll be like, y'all just was tired today, y'all. They be like, trap, we got so much information in this group, man. It's so dope in this group, man. Like, don't even trip, man. You good. Uh, but tomorrow, travels, I will give you a, um, I will give you a moat Monday. That's when I take one stock that I think has a moat. And we'll, we'll break it down. Is it a strong moat? Is it a weak moat? And then we will do a ticket symbol Tuesday. That's when I give you a stock that I've been looking at, let you look it up. And, you know, we'll break it down. And then tomorrow evening, I'll give you a, um, I'll give you a closing bell. I think I can give you a close. I don't think I have nothing at five, four o'clock tomorrow. Before you go get my dog. Yep. So we'll do a closing bell tomorrow. Um, so we'll do that tomorrow. Before I get into this breaking down a brick, two, I need you to drop the link inside the chat. I saw somebody ask. Um, yep, here's the link for the Black Friday. This is it. Tonight, 1201, it expires. Tonight at 1201, it expires. Wall Street Chapel course is normally 997. Right now it is 297. 297. It's $700 off. Right? You can take it. You can learn it right now. By the time you study it right now, pay attention to what's going on in the market. And if you're looking at trapping Tuesdays, studying what's going on in the market, looking at trapping Tuesdays, and then you apply it. By the time it's time to get your income taxes, 100%, you will be ready to flip your own money. Here's what I can tell you, and I can promise you this. I don't guarantee a lot of stuff, but I can guarantee you this. You take this Wall Street trapping course, you will make more money than the bank will give you on your money. You will make more money than your 401k. You will make more money than your retirement. And you will make more money than have your money sitting on the mattress. I will guarantee you that. I will guarantee you that. And if you play, if you, if you sit on it long enough, as far as using what's inside the course, and if you sit on it long enough, that money 
will make more money than your job will pay you. Because the thing about compound interest is this. Once it starts compounding, I don't like that sound. Once it starts start compounding, it starts compounding. And that's what I would guarantee you. I'm not going to say you're going to get rich overnight because I keep telling everybody all the time, the only time, every time I try to get rich fast, I wind up going to jail. I don't know how to get rich quick, y'all. I know how to build and consistently build that something, right? And I know how to keep learning, right? So I will say that. You learn this Wall Street trapping course. You study it. You match it with trapping tools. Is, I promise you, this will happen. You will beat your retirement. You will beat your 401k. You will beat your pension. You will beat the banks. And you will, at some point, you will make more money from the money you get investing here. It will outpace your job. Sooner or later, I want to add the call in button. We got to find a way to get it the right way. The Zoom wasn't working. And so give me some time for us to figure that out. If you're in Travis Anonymous, we'll take like three calls, let you call in, ask a question. That's something I definitely want to add to Travis Anonymous. As the show get better and move on, we won't do that, man. So two, to drop that link a couple of times in the chat throughout the night so they can get that. I know somebody won't take advantage of it. After tonight, it's going back up to 997 after 12.01. So if you haven't got it, man, I'm telling you, jump on it, man. I'm not doing it like that for Christmas, I promise you. <laughs> I can promise you I won't do that for Christmas. Black Friday is one of those times. Even I bought like four courses for Black Friday, right? Um, so let's tap onto that. So let's get into this next one, man. It is none other than Kraft. Listen, the mac and cheese, man. The blue box bandit. You feel me? I remember when I was young. See that Lean Paris steak sauce, bro? Like, my grandmother used to be, yo, that, that, that Lee and Perry space on, bro. I don't know what it was. I, just, I put that stuff on hamburgers and everything. <laughs> Big Red Hat, we put that stuff on everything. Everything. Bro, it got a little, I mean, I don't eat red meat no more, but when I was young eating hamburgers, bro. You know, like when the meat, like when you cut the meat, right there, right there, right there, right there. Like, you know, you cut the meat and it got the juice, right? And then you put the leaves and parrot on there. Watch this, George. When the grease and the lean parents create the little, and you mix it, right? The grease from the, the grease from the burger and the lean parents, and you mix it. What a bread at? What a bread at? What a bread at? man. The Blue Box Bandit, man. Known for that mac and cheese for sure. Right? Little quick fix. If you from the hood, if you black, if you brown, you Latino, even if you are poor or white, you got some of them in the, in the cabinet. You got some of the blue boxes in your cabinet. Don't get no better than that. They right next to the Raymond noodles. 100%. I know it. Alright, so let's look at some of the brands that they make. Uh, planters, the peanut people, stovetop, don't eat that. That is not good. Stovetop is banned in foreign countries. It has, uh, uh, it starts with a G. It causes cancer. Don't eat that. Uh, Velveeta, Philadelphia cream cheese, Maxwell House, Oscar Mayer, the Neo, that's the stuff that go in your water. A1, Lunchables, don't eat that. Don't feed that to your children. Miracle Whip, Kraft Singles, uh, 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 Jello, don't eat that. Got pork in it. Uh, 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 Cool Whip, you nasty. Stop, you nasty. Stop using that. Stop using that. You nasty. You nasty. You nasty. You nasty. Stop eating that Cool Whip. You 
It reminds me of this thing I saw on Instagram. It's the girl, she got the cool whip with the sprinkles on, and her dude got the scoop on his face, and he said, ask us what we doing. This is what we doing, yeah? <laughs> Instagram be tripping, yeah? All right, so, man, listen. Uh, Kraft, man, is Warren Buffett actually owned this stock for a very long time. And then he wound up getting off a lot of it. He still owns some of it, but he said he paid, he said this is the one stock he paid too much for. He says this is a one stock he definitely paid too much for. Uh, so check it out, man. Kraft, man, is a food giant in its own. It acts specifically known for the Kraft mac and cheese. Again, the blue box bandit. This quarter that just passed in October reported earnings is sales were up 11%, 11% jump, um, which benefited from inflation and higher prices. But the company has shelf dominance. We talking about the Lunchables. Again, we not, I don't, I don't like the stuff, but you know, the stove top, the, the cream cheese, the Oscar Myers, the Cool Whip, the Miracle Whip, uh, 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 uh the Kool-Aid, right? The, 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 the Country Time Lemonade. Like they big. Like they got a lot of hard brands. Cracker Barrel. Like they own a lot of these brands that are well known. Um, again, I will say this. I wouldn't own a brand myself. Um, because brands like this have to, I'm, I'm heavy into moral investing. Right? Uh, I don't agree with this company. You know, it's just like I did with Johnson Johnson, but it's for me, it's only right that I show you the companies and break them down. But I'm gonna also just give my point on it and why I don't like them. I don't like a one because a lot of their brands cause cancer. Um, 100%, a lot of this stuff is fake. And then once I started looking at healthier eating and healthier alternatives, I realized that a lot of the stuff that this brand has just simply are, is not good. Um, they, they aren't, they aren't good, uh, for the human body. And America lets us eat these things. And a lot of these, a lot of like Dubai, Spain, France, they don't let you have a lot of this stuff, man. And I just, I'm not, I'm not cool with it. A lot of it's processed, which I'm not saying I'm the most healthiest person, but if I can avoid it, I will. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not telling you to invest in it, but it is my job as somebody who want us to see, you know, brands that these brands own. I want y'all to see it, right? So, um, during a recession, it is definitely a staple in a lot of people's kitchen because people search for comfort food all the time. The stocks pays a 40 cent dividend per share. Doesn't really have growth at all, but it is a staple in the American economy. Here we are, y'all. We talking about Kraft Heinz. There we go, man. So let's go on, man. So. Our wealth track, man, y'all. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Onika. Right? So this segment is the wealth track is definitely one of my, you know, it's my favorite part. Outside of the certified trapper, um, the wealth track is my second favorite part. One, because I like to highlight us as a people. And the two, and I won't say this, man. When I highlight, I want y'all to understand something, man. Being pro-black don't mean I'm anti-white. It don't mean I'm anti Nothing. It just means I love my people. That's all it means, right? It, it can be okay for us to love our people without hating somebody else, right? And I think that gets confused a lot in America. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why white people, Caucasian people, I don't understand why they be mad when you love yourself. I don't, I don't hate y'all. I don't got nothing to, you know, y'all know what y'all did. And not all, because it's like saying all, all of us are a certain way. 
We not, but the ones who did what they did and the ones who cool with that, y'all know how y'all get down. For the one, I know a lot, I grew up in my hood. We grew up with Spanish, that's why I'm cool with Spanish dudes. I talk shit to Dave all the time. I grew up with Spanish dudes. We fought their ass, they fought our ass. Spanish people, it's hard to beat up. It's hard to beat up a Spanish dude. Even if he can't fight, he gonna scratch. And that's some shit that you, that's some shit that gets your mind right. Cause you gotta keep fighting. Cause you don't wanna get beat up by somebody that can't fight cause you ain't got no, cause you smoke too much. That's gonna look bad on you in the hood. <laughs> so I'm cool with the Spanish dudes, you know what I'm saying? Um, and we grew up around poor white people too in Man City. So I was cool with them too, right? Cause poor is poor and don't care how you look. But I will just tell American, the people in America, this man, I tell people all the time, like you got a platform, you gotta be able to speak on that, man. You gotta be, not be scared of people to take your platform for you, man. You gotta be for the people, you gonna be for the people. You gonna represent us, you gonna represent us well. I'm gonna represent us unapologetically. Just because I am pro-black, I am pro-black wealth don't mean I'm anti-nothing, but I'm going to call a spade a spade. And in America, they need to stop doing that. Right? I'm going to say it like when, when the Jews, you say something about the Jews, they get offended. Well, when you get offended, you prove what somebody's saying is right. You feel me? If somebody say the Jews run Hollywood, they get offended. Well, you getting offended. Why is you offended? You run Hollywood. You run music, right? And how can that be, how can saying something like that, uh, saying something about the Jews, and I'm not saying to hate the Jews, but if you say something about them, they shut you down. But how can that be cool and it not be cool to say murder this man? Black on black murder music. Why can that not, that's hate, that's more hate speech than anything. You know what I'm saying? That's more hate speech than anything. Exploiting black women, that's more hate speech than anything. You can't exploit white women on, I don't hear that happening in music. Nobody's not talking about that. You say it's a man, post a video, you talk, you shut him down. But I can say nigga and all this other stuff all day and it don't never get shut down. It runs the internet. Black people getting killed on TV, that runs the internet, right? Goes crazy. I just saw something the other day. Mike Vick, man went to jail. He was like, damn, when we, they were talking about that. Mike Vick went to jail two years for a dog. How the hell, you, I, this don't make sense. I'm about to make George mad. How the hell... How the hell Michael Vick go to jail for two years for fighting a dog? I get it. If wrong, is wrong. But how the hell motherfucker walk around here all day and can shoot deers for free? Pay a license. That, if that ain't cruelty to animals, I don't know what the hell is. That damn deer did you shit. You feel me? So I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being a convict for one or the other, but if dog fighting is wrong, goddamn killing a deer got to be wrong. That's all I'm saying. Now, I, I don't want the people with the, the National Gun and Rifle Association to come at me neither. I don't want the people that hunt to come at me either because my cousins, they love to hunt. All I'm saying is fighting a dog is wrong. Killing a goddamn deer got to be wrong. <laughs> you feel me? I'm, you feel me? Maybe I don't know though. But anyway, let's get into the well track, man. Um, let's get into the well track, man. So, And it's not a long one. She just said something that was cool and she was on song with Kanye. She said that. She said, anybody with some money should invest now. Done deal. It wasn't even hard. She ain't went crazy. She ain't get us in the, damn, damn, thank you, ma'am. I'm getting down, basement. You remember that version of Nikki? I'm getting down, basement. I'm making money, bank. When they would say something like that, like, I'm rich, Buffett. <laughs> Y'all, you remember that version of Nikki? Y'all remember that version of Nikki? Like when she used to say stuff like that? Like, it's going down, basement. 
Y'all remember that version of her? But she used to talk like that. I'm pretty, Barbie. You know she. <laughs> I'm going up heaven. <laughs> Y'all remember that version of Nikki? Like she ran a game when she was doing that. I was like, wait, that's what, what the heck? Like you know, <laughs> I'm going. I'm wearing all black, robbery, <laughs> all white, cocaine. I'm trying to be chill. All right, so check it, man. She said anybody with some money should invest now. That's dope. Here's what I want us to understand. Your money will always work harder than you if you put it in position to. There is, when I look at these rappers and I look at these athletes and I look at them, it's kind of hard for me in my mind to grasp how you can blow $100 million, $50 million, $60 million. But I get it. You're taking care of everybody, but you're not making a proper investment. I sat down yesterday with a, um, I sat down yesterday with an equity, uh, uh, private equity guy. Me and my guy, we sat down. I just met him in first class and we were talking. And he said, man, I be having athletes come to me. His fund is worth one point something billion dollars. And he was like, trap, you need to really get into this private equity. It's a, it's a game changer for you. I know you love the stock market. The stock market is amazing, but you should get in private equity as well. We literally just buy business. I'm like, man, I'm cool with it. And he said, man, listen, man, he said, man, you have, it's easy for us to work with somebody like you because you have, you understand, you understand multiples, you understand EBITDA. So it's not really too, you know, if we may know some things that you will go look at. He said, but man, so many athletes go wrong because they invest with no knowledge. And they invest with no knowledge and just put the money out there. And I want you all to stop doing that. That's the purpose of this show, really. I make it fun. I like to laugh. I like to have fun because I really love doing this. But at the same time, I want y'all to understand that get your money, but invest it. Get your taxes, invest it. Whatever you're doing, figure out how much money you're going to live for yourself. Nicki Minaj, man, anybody with some money should invest now. Invest in this recession right now. Should trip your network. Let's go, man. So, man, our last final segment, man, is wise words from the OG, man. And if you know, you know, this is my, you know, I love to have this portion when we talking because this allows you and I to just have that talk, have that conversation. And tonight I want to just talk about, and I, and I said it before, the residue of poverty. It's kind of like the stain on a glass even when you think it's clean. Like, damn, what is that stain? What is that residue I have left? Sometimes it's hard for us to move forward because we are anchored to or we are still reaping the odor that comes with the residue of poverty. And that comes in the form of representation, that comes in the form of our circles, that comes in the form of the communication we have, and that comes in the form of the books we read. What do we let entertain us? What are we letting influence us? We need healthy influences. Because even when you're that first generation millionaire, 
Even when you become the architect of your family's wealth, even when you change your family's last name, I want you to understand that you've been poor or you've been middle class longer than you've been wealthy. And so there's a residue of poverty that takes time for us to overcome. There's a habit, there's a mindset. That's where the residue resides at. And the thing is, us identifying it. Me as a man that comes from the streets, I still have to heal from emotional trauma. Black men, we got to heal from emotional trauma. We don't know how to express ourselves sometimes. We don't know how to love ourselves sometimes. We don't know what we worth sometimes. Black women, same thing. But a lot of that comes from the residue of poverty. A lot of us have never seen healthy relationships. We've never seen healthy marriages. We've never seen healthy friendships. And that comes from the residue of poverty. Sometimes we feel the only thing we can do is work for our money. After Black Friday, a lot of people thinking right now, how many more hours of overtime do I got to work to get this kid the rest of their Christmas presents? What second job, what hustle, what I got to do to come up with some, some money to get the rest of the Christmas presents that I said I was going to get? That's the residue of poverty. Looking at your credit card, I maxed them out. How can I pay just enough so I can make another, so I can spend again? How can I pay that minimum balance so I can spend again? Because it's Christmas and then somebody's birthday up. How do I wind up paying $5,000 on a credit card with a 1,000 balance? How? Because I keep paying the minimum payment. That's the residue of poverty. Listen, I want to empower all of us to build wealth. That's my goal with Trapping Two. That's my goal with this network is to speak to my people, relate to my people, come to my people and say, nope, I am you. I don't come from middle class. I didn't go to college. I didn't never do none of that. You, I dropped out of school. I was homeless. This is me. This is factual. I speak your language. My mama went to prison and I love her to death. My grandmother went to prison. And I loved her to death. My, I was homeless. I was really homeless. It ain't nothing you can tell me about the struggle that I don't know. The residue of poverty. It said that, I read something that said six out of ten young girls in America get sexually molested or touched. In the hood, the number went up to 7.9 out of 10. The residue of poverty. The voices that's not heard. 89% of people who live in the urban and black communities make less than $30,000 a year. The residue 
of poverty. How do we escape it? How do we move forward? How do we come clean? We got to wash our money the legal way. We got to wash our mind. We got to see the world different. We got to see our money different. And we got to know that we deserve different. And that's what Wall Street looks like us now. Stands for and represents. It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. Thank y'all for another amazing week of Trapping Tuesdays, man. This week we had maybe 1,600 people in for sure. I know we're going to hit that 2,000 mark real soon, and then 5,000, and then 10,000, and then 100,000. We here. Do me a favor, too, to drop the link. Man, get the Black Friday deal. It is over at 1201 tonight. But even more so, man, come back next week, man. Do me another favor, man, tonight. There's 1,600 of y'all in here. If y'all all download an episode of Trapping Tuesday tonight, we can skyrocket, y'all. And that's all I ask. Get the likes up. Tell somebody about the channel, man. I'm going to be consistent. We ain't going nowhere for a while. We going to be here, y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all next week, man. Salute.